Hello and welcome to another episode of Relationship Alive. This is your host, Neil Satin. Today's message is simple. Consent can be sexy. And if you aren't sure if you have consent in your relationship, then today we're going to reveal a very simple way to reintroduce consent in a way that brings you closer together with your partner. But first, just a reminder that Relationship Alive is my offering to you to help you have the most amazing relationship possible. So if you're finding the show to be valuable, please consider a donation to help ensure that we can continue. To choose something that feels right to you, just visit neilsatin.com slash support or text the word support to the number 33444 and follow the instructions. And this week, I would like to thank Cynthia, Sarah, Jordan, Stephanie, Kent, Sarah, Justin, Mira, Joseph, Ruthanna, and Candy. Thank you all so much for your generous support of Relationship Alive. I also want to remind you that we have a free for you my top three relationship communication secrets. And you can bet that when it comes to consent, it's helpful to know how to communicate with your partner in a way that actually fosters your connection. So to download the guide, just visit neilsatin.com slash relate or text the word relate to the number 33444 and follow the instructions. And finally, I just want to remind you that there's a Facebook group where there are more than 3,000 people gathered to have safe, supportive conversations about relationship. So just come find the Relationship Alive community on Facebook. Oh, and one last thing. I'm trying a new thing where I'm going to answer your questions for the show. And what I'm hoping is you can record your question, either you know using a voice memo or a little video recording on your phone and send it to me. And then I will play your voice. I can keep your name out of it, of course, if you want to remain anonymous. But I can play your question and then I'll answer it. So if you have a question for me, just send it to questions at relationshipalive.com. I think that's it. So let's get on with the show and this conversation about how to find your way back into consent. It's so important. It's always been so important, but there isn't a lot of help that we've gotten, at least people in my generation, around how to foster consent in our relationships. For some reason, it's scary to ask. It's scary to hear a no as much as it's delightful to get a yes. And so, so often, we don't ask each other. Instead, we sort of try things and hope that we haven't crossed too big a boundary and that we can continue. And that could be something as simple as holding someone's hand or asking them out on a date, or it can be what happens when you get into bed with your partner at night right? There are all these assumptions, especially when you've been with someone for a long time, where you assume that various things are okay, various things aren't okay, and we operate so easily in this non-spoken subtext of 
what is and isn't okay. So I want to have this be a relatively quick episode for you because it is 4th of July week here in the States. And so that probably means that for those of you who are in the middle of summer, hopefully there's some summering happening, some good times to be had. And you probably don't have lots and lots of time to listen to a Relationship Alive episode. So I'm going to make this one really quick for you. But just because it's quick doesn't mean it's not going to be powerful because what you'll find is that as you reintroduce consent into your relationship in the way that I'm about to talk about, that it actually brings you into a powerful level of presence with your partner. And there's nothing quite as connecting or juicy as being fully present. And there's nothing that can bring your partner along with you than the invitation that you offer them when you are asking for their consent and giving them an opportunity to be a yes or a no. And we're going to talk also a little bit about why a no is just as important as a yes. So there are a few little nuances that we'll discuss that will get you well on your way uh, when it comes to not only bringing consent into your relationship, but also feeling the power of that way of connecting. So first, let's talk about the asking. Uh, Let's start there. And then afterwards, we'll talk about yes versus no and why they're both so important. So the way to make asking happen is to start with the simple things. And you're going to start to notice all the ways that you assume things about how to interact with others. So if you're in relationship, this is going to be really an easy experiment for you to do because you have an experimentation partner built in. If you're not in relationship, then we're going to talk a little bit about what you can do as well because there are all kinds of opportunities in our lives as we interact with others to get their consent. For instance, here's a great example. So let's say you're hanging out with a friend of yours, just a friend, and your friend is telling you about their experience with at work and they have all these judgments and all of these things that are coming out and as you take in all the information you think oh I have something really valuable to offer my friend here I have some insight that I could share with them that would really help them in this situation that they're describing so if you're not asking consent then you might your friend might pause in the conversation and you might say Let me tell you what I think you should do, or here's what you should do, (laughs) right? It's very easy, especially with a friend, to just like lay it on them and and give them your full truth, and I'm making little quote marks with my fingers, in a moment like that. And sometimes that goes well, and sometimes it doesn't. It can be so much better if you simply start by asking your friend, hey, would it be okay if I shared with you some of my thoughts about this situation that you described and what I'm seeing? You might get a yes. You might get a no. You might get a, well, I don't really 
I don't know if I need your thoughts. I really just want you to hear me and help me make sense of my experience, which is a lot different than giving someone advice, right? So that's an example of how a consent request can happen simply between friends. Let's go into your partnership. Now, there are probably things that you take for granted, like your partner sitting on the couch and you're going to go and sit next to them on the couch. What would it be like if you, instead of just going and sitting next to them, you asked, would it be okay if I sat next to you on the couch? It sounds funny, right? Like, well, of course you can sit next to me. And in fact, your partner may respond that way. Like, well, yeah, of course, like come have a seat. Great. You just got consent. And you don't always know. Like sometimes if your partner's given the choice, they might say, you know what? Like, actually, I kind of need my space right now. Thank you for asking. So you're setting up this dynamic that also reinforces trust between the two of you. Trust that you actually care about what each other wants in any given moment. Because it might not be enough that you want to sit next to your partner on the couch if they don't really want you there, if they need some space because they're going through something internal or they just you know, don't need you there right now, whatever it is, in a way it doesn't matter as long as you're getting them to check in with themselves and to respond to you. So like I said, we're gonna get into the yes versus no in a minute, but here's another example. You might ask your partner, can I hold your hand right now, right? How many times is that an automatic thing? Or would it be okay if I gave you a kiss goodbye before you left? Or can I give you a hug right now? Or can I rub your shoulders? Or would it be okay if I told you about my day at the office? Or do you mind if we just skip dinner and go out. I'm just making things up now, but these are all, you're getting a sense of where we're going. You wanna just check in with them before you just launch into something. Even if it's something that theoretically would be good, like a shoulder rub. I mean, who's gonna say no to a shoulder rub? Almost no one, except for those moments where you don't really want a shoulder rub, right? And it feels so good to be given the opportunity to say no or to say yes. Now, this can translate into the bedroom as well, where you can ask, would it be okay for me to touch you here? Would it be okay for me to touch you on top of your clothing here? Would it be okay for me to touch this part of your body? Would it be okay for me to touch this part of your body with my elbow or with my forehead or with my tongue, right? Hopefully, you can get into a back and forth dialogue with your partner because they may find that as awkward as it is at first, it's quite freeing to start talking and start asking around the simple things. Can I touch you? Can I be next to you? Is it okay if I get on top of you right now? Would you mind getting on top of me right now? Like, right? So there are all sorts of opportunities there that can get kind of into the nitty gritty and maybe at a certain point in time, one or the other of you will say, it's okay, like I'm here, like it's all good. In which case you might say, all right, great. Until like a few minutes down the road, you might say, I know you said it's all good, but would it be okay if I did 
this particular thing. And so you stay in the dialogue with each other. See how that works? So it starts with something as simple as, you know, do you mind if I tie your shoes for you? <laughs> or do you mind if I give you a kiss, a greeting, when now that you've walked in the door? And it can go all the way into the bedroom and what you do there. These are all the ways that you can share consent. So now I want to talk to you about the importance of yes and the equal, if not greater, importance of no. But before I do, I just need to share with you about today's sponsors. Really quick. The first sponsor that I want to tell you about has sponsored many of the recent past episodes of Relationship Alive, and they have a unique date night offering for you, especially if you're close to a major metropolitan area. Their name is Sweet Hop. And what they offer is, I think, really unique because at venues and arenas around the country, games and concerts take place. And sadly, often, the luxury suites and VIP boxes sit empty or half full because the people who own them aren't there and they're not made readily available to people like you and me to get seats there. That's where Sweet Hop comes in. They allow the owners of those luxury boxes to sell tickets to you so that you can have that luxury experience. The luxury suites and VIP box seats are available in groups of two to eight seats, so it's perfect for a date night or for a group of friends. And they usually include access to luxury clubs, exclusive bathrooms that are a lot cleaner, and VIP entrances to the venue. So they're great seats for a show, and along with having plenty of space and no sweaty drunk people landing on top of you, at least none that you don't already know, there's also usually fabulous food and beverage options that can help turn a regular event into a VIP luxury experience. On the Sweet Hop website, it is super easy to browse the list of events or games in your area or to simply pull up a venue and see everything that's available. So if you're looking for an extra special date night option that your partner definitely won't forget, check out Sweet Hop. Visit www.sweethop.com slash date night to find an amphitheater and show near you. That's S-U-I-T-E hop.com slash date night. And our second sponsor is Native Deodorant. Now, you might be surprised at just how much time Chloe and I have put into finding a deodorant that not only works, but that doesn't have any harsh ingredients or overpowering fragrances. We like to smell each other. We just don't want to smell bad. So that's where Native comes in. Their products are filled with ingredients you can find in nature, like coconut oil, which is an antimicrobial, shea butter to moisturize, and tapioca starch to absorb wetness. They don't ever test on animals, they don't use aluminum or any other scary chemical ingredients, and they're so confident that you'll like their deodorant that they offer free shipping and returns. So Chloe has actually been using their unscented deodorant for a while, and I also recently decided to give it a try. So since I wanted to really put it to the test, I put it on, hopefully this isn't too much information for you, after having gone a day without wearing any deodorant or showering. I just wanted to see how it would do. And not only did it neutralize everything on the spot, it was still working hours and hours later when it was time to go to bed. Did I mention that this was the unscented version of their deodorant? 
so I didn't even cover it up with anything, though I am curious about some of their other scents, like coconut and vanilla or cucumber and mint. It's such a relief to find something that not only works when I'm fresh out of the shower, but can also help me out after an absent-minded day when I somehow forgot to apply deodorant when I got dressed in the morning. Happens on occasion. So now Native Deodorant has a special offer for you to give them a try. For 20% off your first purchase, visit nativedeodorant.com slash alive and use the promo code alive during checkout. That's 20% off your first purchase by visiting nativedeodorant.com slash alive. And don't forget to use the promo code alive during checkout. And thank you Native and Sweet Hop for sponsoring Unique, sweet-smelling, luxurious relationships here on Relationship Alive. So now, let's talk about the importance of yes and no. So yes is an obvious one. For one thing, it feels sweet to hear a yes. There's almost an exhilaration to asking for permission, asking for consent, and hearing a yes. Not only is it exhilarating because it brings with it a sense of affirmation. But on top of that, it's a sign that the person is feeling connected to you, that they trust you, that they're willing to have this experience with you. So when you are not asking for consent, you are depriving yourself of the experience of knowing that someone is an enthusiastic yes to what you are offering. And wouldn't it be great to know that someone was an enthusiastic yes versus like a somewhat mediocre yes or a begrudging yes or something like that? Don't you want to know that they are fully there with you so that you don't have to wonder if they actually want what you're giving? So that is why yes is so important. And, and as far as offering a yes, it is truly a gift to give someone your consent and to feel the way that it empowers you to be a full yes, to fully accept something that someone has offered you because that allows you to actually enjoy whatever it is that they're offering, whether it be sitting next to you on the couch or a foot rub or tying your shoes. I don't know why I came up with that example or a kiss someplace very intimate. So it's super helpful for you as well to be able to grant your yes and then to just sit back and enjoy. And then on that level to then make your requests as well. It might be helpful to listen to the Wheel of Consent episode that I did with Betty Martin. It's episode 162. So uh, check out the Wheel of Consent, which offers a lot of the nuances of the different dimensions that are going on, the different directions of giving and receiving and taking and being taken. Now I'm having trouble remembering that happen when you are in this dynamic of offering consent and asking for consent. So that's why a yes can be so powerful for both of you. Now let's talk about a no. And actually, while I'm talking, I'm just noticing it sounds like my neighbors are playing gamelan or something really loud. So if you can hear that, I hope you're enjoying it on some level. It's 
kind of odd. But that's what you do when you live in a city, right? You got neighbors with gamelan orchestras happening in their kitchen, apparently. So the no. The no is really important. And you may recall in one of my early episodes with John Gottman, where he talked about how he mathematically proved that if both partners feel free to say no and are not penalized for saying no, that they will actually have more sex when they're saying no to sex, I guess I should specify. No is very powerful. When you are given the space to say no, it actually helps you feel your boundary and it helps the other person feel your boundary. You know what's acceptable and what isn't. And it's also really powerful to be able to offer your no in a way where it's not a reaction to a boundary being violated, where it is actually a response to a request for consent really powerful. And so when you hear a no, when you receive a no, what I want you to do is to remind yourself, one, that this is a sign that your partner is in integrity with themselves. So it's really a gift to you that they're not going to just do something because you want to, that they really don't want to do, that they're offering you the gift of revealing what their limits are, what their boundaries are, what their integrity is. So you actually get a chance to know your partner better through them offering a no to you. And by the way, the appropriate response to receiving a no, other than thank you, would, might be something like, okay, that's fine. Is there something else that would feel good to you right now? Is there something else that would work for you? And they might say something like, no, I just need my space right now. Or they might say like, well, I don't want you to sit next to me, but you could sit on the floor sort of next to my legs and that would feel good. And maybe you wouldn't mind giving me a foot rub while you're doing it. So you see being okay with hearing a no actually opens the door to other potential creative solutions. This is something that Chris Voss talks about in his book, Never Split the Difference, which is all about negotiation tactics. But he talks about how you should almost try to get a no from the other person because it helps them feel safe with you. So if your partner can give you a no and you can accept it and receive it and be fine with it, then they're actually going to trust you even more and feel safer with you than if they hadn't had that opportunity. So I definitely encourage you to ask, and when a no comes your way, to be totally cool with it. And if you're not totally cool with it, that becomes a really good opportunity for you to look inside and wonder, okay, why is this not okay with me? What am I afraid of here? What's going on that I'm having, let's say, an emotional response to hearing no? What am I worried about? What am I afraid of? What am I sad about? These are legitimate things to ask yourself because they will empower you to receive a no more graciously in the future. And there's probably some good growth material in there for you as well. Now, it probably goes without saying with everything that I've already detailed that if you can say no to someone, that it is really empowering for you to know yourself that well. Sometimes I'll say no just to feel it, 
just to feel what that's like. And then after I've said no and had it respected, then I might be able to say, you know what? Like I'm actually a yes. Now that I just know that my boundary is respected by you, then I'm good. Like I just needed to know that I had that safety. I had that agency, that respect from you. So it's really helpful for you to be able to create a boundary and to do it in a way that keeps you engaged. So if you're able to say no and this might feel good, so this is getting back to what I was saying before, like you don't have to wait for your partner to respond in the appropriate way. You could say, no, that I don't really want that. But what I do want is this. Would you be willing to do that? And now you're having a reciprocal consent dialogue, right? It's so powerful and liberating and freeing and connecting. And I will be so curious to hear how these conversations go for you. Feel free to drop me a line, neilius at neilsatin.com to let me know. Or you can talk about it in the Relationship Alive community on Facebook. Or if some question comes up about it, then record your question and send it to me at questions at relationshipalive.com. Thank you so much for spending this time with me today. It is always so great to be here with you. And we have a really powerful episode coming up next week. I think it's going to be with Peter Levine, if I remember right. So uh, stay tuned for that. And we're also very close to our 200th episode. And I wonder who will feature for that. I have some ideas. All right. So great to be with you. Take care until next week. And do keep me posted. Bye now.